health doesn't have to be your God. It doesn't have to be more important than your family, more important than your husband, more important than your faith. But we can't underestimate the role of prioritizing our health. Now, where it ranks in your life, you will have to figure that out. But too often times, I feel that people have it so far down the list that it actually ends up hurting their faith, their family, their friends, all the things they want to do because they they made it go too far down, right? And I've been guilty of that. And I think that's why we can have these times to reassess. This is Living Your Big Bold Life Podcast, and I am your host, Bet Lucas. I am a mom of six crazy kids. I work as a VP in a fast-paced industry, and I've been on a health journey. But what does living your big, bold life even mean? Living boldly is having the courage to finally listen and do what your heart has been trying to tell you all along. Maybe it's to take back your health, write the book, go for the job, run the race. And I'm here to help you listen to that voice and to remind you to be you boldly. The world needs you. Hello, welcome to Living Your Big Bold Life Podcast. I am your host, Bette Lucas. Hey, you guys, I've been a little quiet. I know I said after Lent, I wasn't going to be quiet. I was going to be back, but it wasn't intentional. Okay, first of all, we had like the major puke bug go through our house. And I'm going to tell you, when there are six kids puking plus any adults, that is a lot of puke. I really hope you're not eating as you're listening to this episode. So, of course, I ran into that. Additionally, I really have been reflecting on wanting to be just as supportive as possible for Spencer because I think you guys know this, but he started a new job last fall. And then in December, you know, he had his stroke, which was super scary. And so what does that have to do with now and being extra supportive? Well, Spencer's company is moving into a certain location and is slowly rolling out right now. So right now, is like a very, very big time for him. He's been working super long hours and just had a lot on his plate. I just really felt that I needed to make sure that I was as available as possible to him, to the kids during kind of this chaotic time. So I kind of stepped back from a lot of things and, you know, our life is already pretty chaotic. We have lots of activities and with work and school and just normal day-to-day things. Well, then you throw in the puke bug. Oh my goodness, that throws for a loop. But the good news is we're all feeling great. Everyone's better. And ironically, you guys, I never got it. I never got it. But you know, a year ago, we got this exact same norovirus bug almost exactly a year ago. We had returned from a trip to Arizona 
and we all got sick once we got home. So we're laughing that like, so do we have to put this like on our calendar now or what the heck? (laughs) Then I'm going to tell you, ironically, I got this same bug in May of 2015. It's a norovirus bug, puking, diarrhea, and you feel like you're going to die and you're so tired. Like you have no energy to do anything. And I got it on my due date with Lad and he was due May 8th, 2015. No, no, no. He was due May 7th, 2015. And I remember praying to God, like, God, I cannot have a baby right now. Like, I can't even hold my head up. I had to go to the ER and get some IV fluid because I couldn't keep anything down. And by the grace of God, he was born eight days late, May 15th, 2015. So I don't know what it is about this time of year and the puke bug, but I'm telling you, I don't know what the heck it is, but (laughs) something is in the air, April and May timeframe, norovirus and our family. So take note. (laughs) Speaking of May, what is today's episode all about? Well, I'm really excited, you guys. Spencer and I are finally launching the episode where I interview him all about his health journey, all about his stroke. He is not drinking. He doesn't drink coffee either. And when I say not drinking, not drinking alcohol, I shouldn't assume that that means that to all of you. And it's just been a really cool story to watch unfold, even through a really scary time for him and scary time for our family. So be watching for that. It is almost done and I cannot wait for you to take a listen because I've been learning a lot from him during this time as well. Quite a few of you have reached out thinking that I wasn't doing the podcast anymore. Is everything okay? So yes, I am still doing the podcast. Two, I was really trying to be quieter during Lent and kind of slow down a little bit and it was really, really nice. So you've probably noticed that on social media as well. And then, of course, my plans, as they often sometimes do, kind of blew up in my face when we all got sick. (laughs) So anyways, here I be. Here I be. So for May, you guys, I really feel, and I don't know if you guys are like this, outside of it being the norovirus time of year, I also find it's a really good time to kind of remember that summer is coming, that there is light ahead. A lot of times it can be a really good time to kind of reassess your current health status. Have you slipped in a few areas? Is there an area you'd like to improve upon? Is there a new challenge you'd like to take on? How can we evolve? It doesn't mean that we've been doing anything bad. It's just how can we take some baby steps forward on our health journey? It was my birthday in March. My kids were in full speed basketball. I had four kids playing basketball. Then baseball started. Basketball hadn't even ended yet, so they overlapped for a while. My already limited time became even more limited. (laughs) 
if that makes sense. And I was struggling to find windows of time to get to the gym as much as I would like and move my body as much as I would like and get outside as much as I would like because I wanted to support my kids in their sports. Also, with Spencer's changes at work, I wanted to make sure that I could support driving for those events and not weigh him down too much. And so that just resulted in a little less movement. Additionally, because of my birthday, I felt like there was more eating out. I felt like we had wine a couple more nights than we normally would. And I guess that just means that I have really good friends and family members who spoil me because I feel like I had birthday like, hey, let's go to lunch for your birthday. Hey, let's go to dinner for your birthday. Hey, let's go for a walk for your birthday. I feel like I had that kind of extend out through the end of April. I'm telling you, that's some nice, nice friends, right? And then the topper was, I've kind of had this knee that has been bugging me for the last few months. My left knee, I actually injured it in high school, and it will just bug me off and on throughout the years. Well, the mistake was I thought that I should rest it more, like that I was overdoing it. So I rested it. And you know what's interesting about it? I actually think for this type of injury, whatever it was or whatever it is, it was not the right thing to do. I actually think that the best thing that I have done is I've recently started going back to Orange Theory and I've been more active again. Basketball ended. Now it's just baseball. Yes, we have three playing baseball, one playing soccer, but at least they're not all happening in addition to basketball, okay? (laughs) I found my knee feels better. So I know I don't know each one of your injuries out there or something that kind of annoys you, but I do think that our human mind tells us that, hey, we should probably just rest it, right? And some of us don't think like that. They're like, oh, just keep going, keep going, keep going. But I chose the one path and I think it wasn't right. Like I think I should have kept moving. And sure enough, it's been feeling way, way better. It's almost like it's just stiff a little bit and it needs to just kind of get the juices flowing. And, you know, with knees, a lot of times when you go to physical therapy for a bad knee, they work on strengthening the muscles around that knee, right? So by working out, a lot of times that's what you're doing, especially if you're doing like a strength-based workout. So many of you reach out to me this time of year where you just kind of need a restart, a refresh, a little poke in the you-know-what, and maybe this episode will just kind of give you that, just like a thought of do you need to take some forward steps on your health journey this month, this month of May? And some of the ideas that I propose are – really simple. Some of them are more complicated. Some of them take time. Some of them don't take any time at all. So some of the ideas that I shared on social media this week were to go see a naturopath. You know, I shared that in a past episode, how powerful that was for me. And I really, really recommend it. And if you haven't found a naturopath that you like, keep shopping, keep searching, because I think it can really be a nice compliment to Western medicine on your health journey. Number two, have you let your fasting kind of slip? Have you found that you're not fasting at all anymore? You know I'm a believer that you can wear different fasting shoes at different times in your life, different seasons. You know, people come into our lives for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Fasting, I think you can think of the same way. 
Are you going to fast for a reason? Is this a season of a certain kind of fasting? Or are you kind of that lifetime consistent faster that always fasts the same way? All of those are great. You just need to make sure that you're wearing the shoe that fits you best. And only you know that shoe. I don't know the best shoe for you. I can provide ideas and feedback. My guests can too. But you need to be confident to try one out and try it out for more than a day, more than a week, more than a couple weeks. Usually your body needs a while to break in that shoe and make it comfortable. I already mentioned increasing movement. As we always say, you can't outrun your fork. At the end of the day, nutrition and what you put in your body and your fasting really do dictate our body composition in many ways and our health in many ways. However, movement does play a role. It is something we need to pursue for so many reasons, especially as we age. If movement has kind of taken a back seat in your life right now, maybe move it up a seat or two. Remember, health doesn't have to be your God. It doesn't have to be more important than your family, more important than your husband, more important than your faith. But we can't underestimate the role of prioritizing our health. Now, where it ranks in your life, you will have to figure that out. But too often times, I feel that people have it so far down the list that it actually ends up hurting their faith, their family, their friends, all the things they want to do because they, they made it go too far down, right? And I've been guilty of that. And I think that's why we can have these times to reassess. And right now, now that I know our schedule's opening up a little bit, Spencer's getting into a little bit more of a groove with his job, I feel like now I can move it up a seat or two again. And I hope maybe that could resonate with you because I know everyone struggles with this like, oh, well, is it selfish and how much do I prioritize my health? I think you've got to always be assessing that. You don't need to obsess, but you need to be constantly assessing that. Too often times we let it fall, 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 and then guess what? Then we have health issues as a result of those lifestyle choices, and then those take up more time and take away from the things we want to be doing. And really, a lot of those were lifestyle choices made by us, not something that was forced on us, not a disease that we were diagnosed with. It was literally something that based on our lifestyle choices we are now dealing with. And that is the epidemic that the world is dealing with right now. We are dealing with an obesity epidemic, you guys, that has so many consequences for all of us. And it's such an unpopular thing to say, but we are in a pandemic. We are. And if you disagree with me, go and do research for 10 minutes and you will find every data point points to exactly that. Our children, adults, and our elderly are continually deteriorating in their health because of lifestyle choices and because of the way food is always, always present. In fact, I would argue that if everybody just eats the way we were told to eat, the way that is so socially accepted now, snacks, 
everywhere, food everywhere, constantly drinking a coffee from Starbucks, guilty. I don't know how you don't gain weight. That's not an excuse. But really reflect on that. But it's a reason to really wake up. Really wake up and say, I have got to make some hard choices now for my health so that my faith, my family, my friends can stay the priority that they are and not lose some of that priority because my health is deteriorating. Okay, another one. To improve blood glucose levels. If you are not diabetic, but you've ever been told that your blood sugars are a little bit high when you go and get your fasting blood sugar done, you very well may want to consider testing your blood sugar at home on a consistent basis. You can get a continual glucose monitor, but if you just want like a cheap every once in a while check, get the one that finger pricks your finger. It's called the Contour Next One and check your blood sugars. Learn about what a healthy blood sugar is. Learn about what a healthy waking blood sugar is. Learn about what a certain food does to your blood sugar. It's such a fascinating area, and I've talked about it on this podcast before. If you don't know anything about your blood sugar, but you're trying to get healthier, I would say that's one of the top things you should start looking at even more than the scale or just as much as the scale, if you really love the scale, even more than a a BMI, look at your blood sugar levels. They tell you so much. Okay, you guys, I'm all about bite-sized pieces, right? And small baby steps. So today I am all done sharing with you some ideas for May. However, There's a part two where I share four more ideas that I want you to think about. So today, just to review, I shared about scheduling and finding a naturopath. For those of you in the Gig Harbor area, if you want to hear about who I went to see, come join my private Facebook group called Motivate with Big Bold Life Podcast. And hey, All of you are welcome to join. There's over 3,000 of us from all over the world. Number two, I talked about assessing your fasting. How is it working? Do you need to change it up? For instance, lately I have been doing an early eating window and closing my window earlier. So yesterday I closed my window at 3.30 p.m. Guess what? My body really likes it. It's hard for me because I have to sit with my family and not eat dinner. But guess what? It's worth it. Number three, I talked about increasing movement. If you've been a little bit more sedentary, hey, now is the time to get moving. Summer's a coming. And number four, I shared about monitoring your blood glucose levels, aka your blood sugars. So if one of those resonated with you today or if all four did, I hope you can take some baby steps. And I'm such a believer by taking consistent baby steps, you will see big results. See you next time, my friends. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to write a review and push that subscribe button. I also hope you will come hang out with me on Instagram, Facebook, and my new website, betlucas.com. And remember, friends, be you boldly. The world needs you. Thank you.